Welcome to The High Ground, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. Hello and welcome back to The High Ground, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast brought to you by the Fifth Trooper Network. My name's Mike Dashberry and I am here with Evan Bullris. How you doing, my man? Good. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I uh, got a few more games of Shatterpoint in and uh, looking forward to discussing it today. Cool. Yeah, I uh, I got the Grievous pack and I got I built him and I built uh, Kraken. And so if you didn't like building the B1s, yeah, uh, yeah. be warned that uh, 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 Grievous and Kraken are a bit fiddly. Um Ooh. Okay. My advice for Grievous is he like he's got that sick pose. He's got his lightsabers out and he's on the statue. And he's got his cape going like, you know, top tier. Honestly, the model looks great. But when you're building it, skip ahead, build the torso, the legs, the feet and the bottom. But don't put any of the top stuff on yet and let that glue and set before you start adding the arms and the head and everything. I did it the way they told you to. And he's so top heavy uh, with how he looks like he kept falling. So he had to do that weird like I had like a cup a paint bottle and my glue thing all like propped up uh, so you could like set the assembly you know. matrix. Yeah, yeah. So you could sit in there for a while. And then uh Kraken was like that too. He was kind of a pain. Uh but the B2s actually went together pretty well. Their legs kind of stink where they like go in the joints. But um I did the same thing where you just like <laughs> you know it's like a beer can uh soda can like st- put the between the two so they could like stand there for a minute. So yeah, um, yeah. I got them done, and uh, I'm pretty excited to get him on the table because he actually looks good in this game. <laughs> good qu- question mark. Grievous uh, is gonna be good. <laughs> he gets to keep his title as general uh, in Legion. He's just Greg until he gets his act together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until he he stops scuttling away. Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually I have not invested in any separatist stuff at the moment. I um I definitely am in it. I'm I'm a republic guy through and through. What can I say? Um I play Anakin. I, I I just always play Anakin. It turns out he's just the best thing to be doing in any game I play. Um so that's how it goes. I mean that's good though, right? It's uh uh you're eating pretty well because I was gonna I'm really waiting, they showed Plo Koon. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a big fan of uh, Plo Koon myself, and we used to play an X-Wing list called Plo's Bros, where Plo Koon is very supportive. Sure, and so sure. I just want to do, like, Plo Koon and a bunch of clones. And every time one's about to get hurt, be like, sir, we're just clones, we're expendable. Not to me. It's like going, like, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do, but, you know, like I'm sure he's going to be, uh, like, defensive protector kind of guy. So I'm, I'm not really... I like the Clone Wars. That's not my favorite star wars time sure, but sure. i definitely don't like i don't dislike it i think clone wars is pretty cool uh i just like i'm waiting to see some of the stuff that's coming up because i want to play like honestly in my heart of hearts i just want them to release like a cal Kestis. and uh I, I still haven't finished that game unfortunately oof, it's pretty good um i'm just waiting for like they, they've shown they're willing to do some like like with one of the the sets we're talking about today some like extended universe stuff a little bit so it'd be cool to see like just yeah, some you know some what what crazy stuff like the whole ghost crew seems really yeah, cool yeah no totally like, i'm here for that 
I would, I mean, I, I assume that they can like find a way to like put it in, like you're going to be able to put the whole ghost crew on, yeah, yeah. on the table, right? Like that seems like an easy one. That feels like, that feels like uh, with Ahsoka coming, that that's going to happen. Sooner, oh, yeah. Even later, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, right. It's uh, uh, the new Ahsoka show. They're calling what Rebels season five, right? That's, I don't is have they officially called it Rebel Season Five or is uh, that more like Scuttlebutt stuff? I think it's Scuttlebutt. I thought they Floney said it, but then again, like Eve, AI writes most of these clickbait articles at this point, so who knows? Yeah, actually, yeah. like even they even write our clickbait articles apparently. From what that, I hear, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. If you haven't checked out the uh, uh, article we posted of uh, uh, Evan versus the Evan versus the machine or. Uh, uh, uh evan versus chat gpt it's pretty good actually it was uh, pretty good yeah. I, I was pretty happy with that but uh but yeah um we've got some news well we we're catching up on some news some news came out and it finally got finished so we're gonna go over the 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 spoil of the dathomir uh pack and then we'll talk about darth maul because more dathomir why not yeah, Dathomirian episode three. Um, I think before we head into it, as always, um, if you're looking to support us in any way, check us out at thefifthtrooper.com or patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper. <laughs> Gotta get it right, Mike. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's dive into some some sweet previews, I think. So they've shown uh, the whole set now. It, they did it in two parts. They did uh, Night Sisters, uh, Mother Talzin. Mm-hmm. And the Night Sisters, and then they did Savage Press as a different release. But we've got uh, uh, Mother um, Mother Talzin up. Uh, her abilities eight squad points, which is cool. That's high. That's good. Yeah. Uh, three Force. Uh, and her abilities obscuring shadows at start of this unit's activation. Choose another allied Dathomirian unit. Uh, one character in that unit may dash. So good thing to note that wow maul sorry <laughs> i don't know why it took me so long with that from it maul uh, um maul and wow massage massage holy cow the, yeah. i had to like try to look and like bail myself out i'm like oh, it's God. okay we only talked about our last episode oh i know oh my brain <laughs> oh my gosh maul and massage are both have the death mirroring keyword and so do the rest of the people in the squad so you can do some cool things there uh manipulating hand two force Choose an enemy character within four. The chosen character dashes. You resolve this move. Uh, I think this is like the... This is definitely the first one we've went over on the podcast that is literally like a force push. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly what it is really, right? Like... Yeah. Um, Like, because all the other stuff, like all the shoves and I... I, uh, We're going to go over some stuff with Maul today. Um, They're like, they're angle-based. Mm-hmm. So you can only do it in a certain direction based on your positioning, which is a big part of this game. Uh, we haven't really dove too deep into that yet, but I'm sure at some point we will. Um, and this is just like, nope, you actually just get to move them where you want. This seems very powerful. Yeah, forward or backward uh, or side. Like, right, it's pretty cool. A lot of the other characters, you have to do a lot of angling to get what you want. This is just where you go and it's two force points to do that. So uh, a lot, but also pretty worth it. Uh, life drain a- after an ally death character makes an attack if the defending character suffered one or more damage this unit may use this ability uh the ally death character may heal which is remove a status effect or gain a hit point also note 
that it's it can be not them, it can be within range two, right? Yeah. So they yeah. can heal somebody else if they wanted to. Um, the, yeah, this this seems really powerful. Yeah. Uh, Wrath of the Great Mother. Once per turn, when an enemy character wounds another allied unit, after the effect is resolved, one character in this unit may dash and then may make a five dice uh, range attack against uh, attack targeting the enemy character. So, pretty good. Yeah. Overall, 10 hit points, three wounds. Not bad. Yeah. Her Wrath of the Great Mother ability is very um, similar to uh, Primary Ahsoka's uh, ability. I think it's almost identical, uh, with the exception of the dash. Uh, being an advance on a Sokus card again. I know we haven't gotten to that squad yet, but um, it's very, very similar things going on there. Uh, and and on Ahsoka, it is extremely good. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. you know, um, obviously, uh, I mean, just like looking at her damage trees and stuff down on the bottom here, uh, they seem they seem pretty pretty decent overall. Um, it looks like she's got the ability to trigger manipulating hand in her wrath tree. Jeez, yeah. Which, for, and and obviously you don't have to spend the force if it if it happens there. So that seems very strong. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not bad. Uh, she seems she seems pretty good overall. And she seems like one seems better at melee, one seems better at ranged. Uh, when you're looking at the trees. So that's interesting. It's not so much a defensive offensive one. It's depending on what range you want to engage at, right? Yeah, I think that that's very fair. The The Wrath Tree definitely looks more melee oriented in that it's both offensively and defensively better in melee. And the Great Mother one is definitely uh, like, I guess, I guess like the whole Great Mother thing is she's like doing the like witch magic stuff, right? Is that the yeah, idea there? I think so, yeah. Um, I guess the attack is literally called magics. So yeah, <laughs> just magics. Mm. But uh, she looks pretty cool. I think she's coming out with what wave is she? Uh, Mace, I'm I'm lost right? at this point. So. So. Yeah, I think it's Mason. Her come out next month, and then after that, it's uh, Padme and Cad Bane. I think. I think that's September. Okay. Uh, okay. I think, don't quote me. Uh, truly savage, uh, savage. So I hate. So so I gotta, I gotta, I Go gotta, I gotta step in here and correct you because it's yeah. savage. Oh, savage! <laughs> it's savage. That's I'm pretty that's sure. True. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just ah, Star Wars has this problem naming characters sometimes, where it's oh. just like General Grievous. Captain Bad Guy, Savage <laughs> Opress, like Savage Opress. It's just like I get it, but also uh I just can't take him like his name seriously. Um yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with but you. he's a pretty good side character, I think. Uh just a nice beat stick. We've got um he's four points to take, uh provides zero force, which is interesting that maybe some side characters will provide force someday. That would be I, a, yeah, that would I could see that for mind. sure. Uh, he's got uh, active ability, Dark Fury, two force. Choose an enemy unit within two, roll five attack dice. The chosen unit suffers uh, damage for each crit, hit, crit and hit result in the roll. If the chosen unit is a force user, it suffers damage from this ability. It gains exposed. 
So that's not even a defensive thing, right? You can just eat damage, no defense roll. Yeah, I I would have to look at the die facings to see what the results. Of, I I got to imagine that this probably like does two to three on average. I think so. I think it's about right. Um, which for two four seems like not enough, but I don't know. Yeah, I think since it's uh, unblockable, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. That's not as, uh what I'm really here for. The rest of the stuff is pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, force rush one force. Each character in this unit may dash. If this unit is injured, each character in this unit may advance. So you can advance, then force rush. It costs you two, but you could advance again. Advance instead, yeah. Which is not bad. Um, overpowering monster. When a character in this unit makes an attack against a primary character, add two dice to the attack roll. So he'd be rolling nine, which is quite a bit. Uh, pain is weakness. Characters in this unit have protection and steadfast. Pretty nutty. That's where they take just take a damage off the top, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure steadfast, if I'm recalling correctly, is the one where you ignore the first shove. Yeah. So that's pretty strong. And then unwitting brute. When a separatist alliance primary unit or an allied Dathamin, Dathamirian primary unit starts the activation with three of this unit, one character in this unit may advance. Oh, uh, dash, dash, dash. So not bad. Getting a free dash to get him in there and then. This is the thing that scares me the most, I think, on his card, because I think the way that you could set this up in theory is that you could get multiple dashes with this. Like, if you have, like, Maul, Asajj, like, Maul and Asajj or whatever, or, like, I mean, it's even Separatist Alliance primary unit. As long as you have him... As long as they all start like relatively close together, I think you can you can probably dash and stay in range of the next primary unit to activate. Because three's not that small if you're gonna try to set it up, right? Yeah, and so I think you could probably get two dashes and then you can like furious rush like to like once he's moved twice because your uh his friends have gone, like you can then on his turn dash again like advanced dash yeah. and, and you're probably on the other side of the board at that point yeah that's pretty good uh he his skill tree uh thing to know is a lot of it's just straight damage like two four six eight if you want to do it um yeah yeah he also do dark fury for free if you get that far down yeah which... you can also do furious rush i think i think dark fury is probably what you want there just because it turns his eight damage into like 11 or 12 probably yeah and um, uh particularly because he's got damage in his expertise tree as well yeah straight which is kind of a new thing uh i noticed that with the b2s have that just they have one and two you either take one or just two extra damage to have so i have that baked in where even if you do you roll you get a pretty bad roll and they block most of it but you get like let's say you get two expertise it's still it's something you still get some damage in uh yeah. and he the thing to note too is he can give you just about every status effect yeah, you just like have all the status effects. So you're good to go. Um, I think the biggest thing on his has combat card that we ha- I don't think I've seen it. Like we've seen a bunch of it, but not this cheaply is the jump for two defensive expertise. Oh yeah, that seems really cheap for that ability. Yeah, as as far as like I actually think it's. I mean, he's only rolling four defense dice. He's definitely like a melee mon. Like he's a he's an offensive monster. You don't want this guy to be like the target of attacks i think yeah um but 
And being able to jump in response to getting attacked is very powerful. Yeah, because that's a full advance, right? A jump uh, advance, or is it no, a... it's just a dash. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Dash basically ignoring terrain height. Uh, I think up to a certain value. Um, it's pretty good though. Uh, no, no range attack, just melee. But he can. There's a world where he throws like seven. No, I'm sorry, ten dice at you if he gets up where he focuses and swings. Uh, was seven plus the furious, uh, not furious rush, overpowering monster on a primary, and then takes a focus. So yep. there's a world that he can just really slap you. So he's not bad. He's pretty cool. I'm I'm expecting to see a lot of uh, mall savage combos just because hey, it looks cool. Uh, to have two death marion double later, like double laters going at it. But problem is like, night sisters are good. I feel like they're better with uh, the mother than they are with Maul, but oh, you can you can do both. Yeah, you can you can do both. Just have a a, a good old time. So Night Sister Acolyte, acolytes, acolytes. Wow, jeez, man. There you go. I don't know. You got it. You are. Right yeah, it's there. end of the day. My brain's out of caffeine. I'm just really struggling. <laughs> I'm really struggling, man. <laughs> man, I'm really struggling. Uh, okay, uh, acrobatic advance one force. Each character in this unit may jump. Uh, if any character jumps, this character gains Hunker, which is the only way to gain cover. So very cool. <laughs> very yep. cool. Uh, coordinate fire, expose. When a character in another ally Dathomirian unit makes an attack as part of a combat action, before dice rolled, this unit may use ability. If the target character is within five of the character in this unit, the character gains exposed. This is the same thing that the 501st have with bleed. Yeah, right? so, so basically all the clone supporting units have coordinated fire um the main difference here is that uh, i believe and let me just double check real quick before i put my foot in my mouth um that uh yeah so all of the clone coordinated fires calls out galactic republic as opposed to death Amirian. so basically okay. When all I'm trying to say with this here is that their coordinated fire is basically anybody they're in a squad with most of the time. Yeah. Whereas Night Sister Acolytes, there's only like four other units in the game that can actually proc their coordinated fire. Yes, actually, there is only four. I was gonna say uh, I had to do a quick <laughs> thing. I'm like Asage, Mother, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's Savage four, because yeah. I just pulled that out of the air without okay, yeah. not actually making. <laughs> I had to do a side do like a really quick thing. I'm like, wait, is he? Yeah, he's right. Uh, Darkness and Shadows, while this unit has uh, one or more hunkers, uh, characters in this unit add one die to their defense rolls against ranged attacks. So it'd be, if you have a hunker and you're out in the open, no cover, uh, you'd add two dice instead of one. And if you're behind cover, or you 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 qualify for cover, depending on how like the, the line of sight and everything's ranged, you'd add three dice to your defense rolls instead of two. So that's yeah. pretty okay. Yeah, it definitely, this ability makes me really feel like if you're not using acrobatic advance every time they go, you're losing some value, which means yeah. they're going to be kind of force hungry. Yes, I think so too. Uh, Night Hunter, when a character in this unit makes a ranged attack as part of its combat action, if it targets an enemy character that's engaged with another allied Dathomirian character, it adds two dice to the attack roll. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So adding, throwing, shooting eight at five, not and they're both two separate characters, so you could shoot like if they both shot the same character, it's 16 dice coming at them, right? Yeah. 
yeah i think i think this is what makes them good um if 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 they are good uh yeah. that this is the ability that that really gets them going i think um they're they're like combat tree is really not a anything super special it's like very similar to other supporting units like you know do a damage here's a status effect do a damage here's a yeah shove or whatever um so but uh, uh they only have seven hit points and that makes them pretty susceptible to criticals so if an anakin or anybody who has a lot of like i guarantee crits more or less yeah rolls up on them they're probably going to be toast so they're a good skirmishing support you know they're like the 501st where i feel like I always feel underwhelmed sometimes by them, but I have to like understand that their job is just to exist, right? Yep. Like they just like point, shoot, make some bleed. They hang out, they coordinate fires and things. Um, I do think the Night Sister is, uh, like if you don't want them to just fold to damage, you do have to be spending the force to get the hunker to like, yeah, basically boost their defense stats up to like seven or eight. Yeah, um, which which is a lot, which is really good. Yeah. Um, so and their uh note that their their expertise in defense is one to two expertise, just one add, one block. Uh three plus is a block and a reposition. So they can get out of if they just happen to be caught by something, if they get shot once, they can get out of the maybe get out of range before they get shot again. Yeah. I think this is gonna be situationally pretty useful, but I I suspect that um if you've rolled three plus expertise. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah you're probably not alive but still it's yeah. it's there um, yeah yeah like you could reposition but um you're probably ko'd or injured or whatever so uh next we have so thoughts on the faction overall so i think this pack um overall is feels like potentially the most thematic pack that i think has been released in the okay. game like game so far which i think is really cool um i'm trying to think of one that feels more thematic and i think maybe padme's the one that's previewed maybe fits that bill but it's not out yet so it doesn't count um overall um it feels like a weird amalgamation of abilities in that the sisters and savage seem really glass cannony yes they do and i um and i just i'm not sure if they're like more fragile than separatist units in general or less um not that they're like actually like separatists but i think um they'll be played a lot with separatists stuff i think yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you're going to want to play like Asajj and Maul and that sort of thing. So um, I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I'm i a little bit like reserved on being super enthusiastic about these guys outside of the fact that I think they're going to look really cool to put on the table. No, they're like, it's cool to see. Oh, hey, first try that came out really good. All right. <laughs> I was... Little off screen stuff. I was fighting with this, and I didn't have a chance to see what I was doing when I was setting it up. So that, well, chef's kiss. Also, uh, AMG, if you're listening, if you want to make any more cool cardboard backgrounds, I could. I'm running out. I used the snow one a lot. This one's coming up, and I've just got the shatter point one after that. But that's 
there's a lot of stuff you're putting out, man. I need some more background. So if you could do that, that'd be that'd be just great. But uh uh no, I it's there's gonna be somebody who will take that and make a really thematic Dathomirian list and just be really like really successful with it. That's probably not me. Uh but I think there's some cool it's cool to see the Night Sisters actually in a venture game. Yeah. Like uh-huh. just in general, because they they weren't really an X-Wing and Legion, they don't exist. Uh, so it'd be cool to see like they're kind of like this they're they were mentioned a little bit in Fallen Order, a little bit in uh Survivor, the the two current Star Wars games, right? So they're not like popular. Like they're not used a lot, so it's neat to see them get a whole box. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like that's cool. I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, and I guess um, I think from the theme perspective, actually, I haven't even looked this up. Maybe you know the answer, but like, could you take two units of Night Sisters if they're in different squads? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, let me. Like I I uh, I haven't actually ever even looked up if you can do that. Um, like if you can like take two 501st units or something like obviously with the named characters and i think it's pretty clear that you're i don't know actually um and and i'm looking at all the cards and like the named units have like the the unique dots on them but yeah like you know like clan grease mandalorians does not have the unique dot um and i i actually don't know if those dots are indicative of uniqueness or not um ah i'd never even thought about it because i because B1s only come in the core set. And so yeah. if you wanted another set of B1s, it'd be very expensive. It'd be actually anti-consumer <laughs> to say if you want more <laughs> B1s, you have to buy another core set to, to play some B1s. Um, so I, I don't know if we can. I actually, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I am I am attempting to uh, look it up while we're talking here. We can... Oh, cool, yeah. We'll we, can, we can definitely um, go back to that a unit with a unique name is specific person droid or other being yeah units that share a unique name may not be included in the same strike team with each other okay that's the same like four-man squad right well yes and so i think well no i think strike team is the two two squads Ah, put together okay and like so for instance like I don't think you could put like Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader in the same strike team. Okay, because they're both Anakin. Um, I know uh, Vader specifically calls out that he can't. Like that's a specific call out in his card. Oh, if if it if it calls that out specifically, then maybe you can put um, a duplicate support card in. Then, like I didn't, I wouldn't see why not. Uh, because to me they're just chaff, but that's also that's also like Legion thinking, not it totally is yeah, Shatterpoint yeah. thinking, right? Um, I definitely feel like from what I'm looking at, uh, I I think you might be able to, which is which would be cool. Um, it, just in that I where I'm headed with this is that uh, oh no, so. Each squad contains three units from building a strike team. Players may not include any unit that shares the same unique unique name with another unit in their strike team. It may never include two units that have the same unit name. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, that's, rip. Sorry, yeah, Nate, sisters. <laughs> Bummer, but also that's good because I would have been very upset if the only way to get like more 501st was to 
buy a corset again. It's like, yo, yikes. Totally. Uh, I also think from just like a telling them apart on the table, it would probably get tough. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we have uh, so <laughs> I I'm we're doing mall by my request. It wasn't totally because it went with all the death Marion stuff, and it's not <laughs> totally because I haven't finished painting uh, Soka and uh, other Mandos yet. Uh, so <laughs> just I just need to buy time. I need one more week so I can get them done, and yeah, I got to get my yeah. grievous done for uh, uh, grievous done for uh, Gen Con and then Nova. But I don't even man. By the time Nova comes out, I think. Uh, that should be the Night Sisters pack and Mace will be out. So that might change what I do, but I just really want to push Grievous around the table and actually have people be like, oh crap. Oh, it's no. Grievous. Yeah. It's Grievous. Oh no. It's not like, like free dinner, <laughs> free lunch. He showed yeah. up. I'm like, oh, you're playing <laughs> Grievous? I mean, we can play this game if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, that's how you really put a lot you... of points into him, huh? He's like 200 point <laughs> Grievous now. Okay. All right, man. Um, so, uh, one of the core set characters, which was cool that they, they threw him in here, uh, cause Maul, I think it was probably a tactical choice. Cause I think, um, the, this was probably on the tails of the shadow collective when they were like making the core set, what they wanted to go in there. And so to have like core set mall come out with, I mean, uh, shadow collective mall, then this come out with, um, him in the course, I think was a good play just to get some cool, like other characters in there. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely felt like um, the core box for Shatterpoint felt very um, Season 7 Rebels to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I guess Asajj wasn't in that season, but um, I don't know. Just with, like, the man, like, you know, you know the double Mando unit selections and, um, you know, Ahsoka and um mall obviously anakin and asajj are kind of like odd includes i guess in that respect but um th- whatever they're they're pretty cool units generally too so well they put they put anakin and asajj on the special art for force push what do you mean they got a little uh remember this guy the one that everyone's got yeah. all the wrong la- <laughs> the different languages for like yeah <laughs> I, my, mine says mock toss mock toss the german one yeah um but uh man, I almost said wrong language there. Oh my god, my brain. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's not English, it's not right. Yeah, wow. Jeez, Evan, holy cow. Um so we've got let me switch back to show the models, and then we'll show I'll kind of bounce back and forth between these two because that's fun and easy to do. All right. Uh no longer Darth, now just Maul. Lord, Lord. Maul. Lord Maul. Lord Maul. That's was it? Did I get the quote wrong in the show? Uh, I honestly, I'm not very good at like retaining quotes from the the TV show, so I don't know. Okay, um, I thought I thought I got it right, so maybe I goofed. But uh, all right, uh, Lord Maul, one force, uh, one force. Jeez, <laughs> force speed, one force. You know what? Uh, Mike, why don't you, you, you want me to take, I'm, take I'm over? Really, from here? Yeah, 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 I'm really, yeah, yeah. I'm falling down this ladder pretty good. bad. I've, I'm, I'm, I've been following your lead. I will, I will step in and drive. Thank you, please. I'm yeah. dying. Help me. You're good. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So we've got Lord Maul. Uh, so his first ability on here is force speed. It is one force, and each character in this unit may advance. Excellent. 
Yeah, I definitely feel like this is this is probably the ability that I don't know. It's it's very quick. It's silly quick. Um, use use it often. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second ability on here is there is no place to run. Uh, two force. Choose a character in this unit and an enemy character within three of that character. So within three of all, pull the chosen enemy character range two toward the chosen allied character again maul then the chosen enemy character gains expose this seems uh, situational i mean of course it is but it seems i i guess i haven't played enough where i i feel i get a lot of use out of this like for for like the correct zoning so yeah it definitely um so there's a couple things that this can do that I've that I've kind of messed around with. The first is that um, if he doesn't quite make it to engagement range, you can spend two force to bring something in, so you can that's hit fair. it with your lightsaber stick. That's right. Um, that's that I think is going to probably be the most regularly used use case. Uh, the other situation is where you can like yank somebody off a point and basically make it so that they can't contest it like with 100% certainty, similar to kind of like a force push situation. Yeah. But because the, this is directional, you know, like we were talking before with Mother Talza and hers, you can just like move them wherever you want. This one basically has to be like toward towards Maul. Um, so you kind of have to have Maul in the right spot when you decide to activate this ability. Um, Roger. His next ability is revenge. I must have revenge. Um, when this unit is wounded by a melee attack, after the attack is resolved, one character in this unit may immediately dash and make a five dice melee attack targeting the character that wounded it. It's, it's free. Yeah, free. Um, you know, I think... Um, Actually, now that I'm reading this, does this always cost you a force? Um, it will if you're wounded. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just realized he's only got he can only be wounded once. For whatever reason, I thought he could be wounded twice. So wounded is not injured, right? Wounded is if he takes some damage, he's wounded. I'd have to look up the exact terminology. Sometimes I get them all mixed up. Um, yeah, there's a lot of keywords that kind of sound similar. Because I think of this one, if you get hit by like you take three damage. I think that's considered being wounded, right? Because injured is the... Otherwise, uh, you'd only ever get to use this once. So wounded is before you... You are, you're wounded after you're, like, until you go. And then you're injured. Oh, okay. So it's just, just like a once-time yeah. thing. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so, all right. Yeah, you definitely... It sounds like you, you pretty much are only going to get to use this once. Um, which is fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, his last uh, ability, which uh, is kind of like the thing that defines his kit, is sustained by rage. While this unit is not wounded, when it would spend uh, force to use an ability, it may suffer damage equal to the cost of that ability instead. Uh, for every three damage this unit has, characters in this unit add one dice to their attack rolls. For each injured token this unit has characters in this unit add three dice to their attack rolls. Um, so to be clear, uh, 
you can spend you can take damage instead of spending force and then you can add up to six dice to your melee attacks um with sustained by rage yeah pretty gnarly well it's every three damage character adds one of the attack isn't it when it's uninjured uh was he not wounded oh, okay wait wait yeah yeah you're right you're right when he's like injured um attack rolls character it's attack rolls for every inch. So when he's injured, he also gets the uh the one for every three. Yeah, he gets one for oh, every okay. three, right. and then he gets an additional three for being injured. Jeez. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> it's kind of you throw uh, like 13 dice that you're pretty at least probably eleven. Like yeah. eleven to ten pretty regularly. Yeah, he definitely he feels like a character that you kind of have to play like on the edge. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, built my house on a cliff because I like to live on the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, his trees are pretty supportive of what he's trying to do. Uh, in that there's a lot of damage in them. Um, a, like a, yeah. a lot of two damage. Uh, sometimes plus extra stuff. He's got a jump in his dark rage tree. He's got a bunch of shoves in the dark rage tree. Um, and additionally, like his expertise is just all over the place and then it just gives you a lot of stuff. Um, you can heal and jump with Julio on the dark rage tree. Um, and I think that oh, yeah. the sinister cunning uh, of the heal and jump there. Oh, no, I was looking in the, for the expertise. Oh, oh OK. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. Yep. Sorry, sorry. Um, and for the sinister cunning, which I think. People might not be able to see um, the, well, maybe it's my video thing that's in the way, but on my video thing, I can't actually see Sinister Cunning and I just moved it. So that's probably fine on the, on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sinister Cunning, what's that? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he does have a um, jump and heal in his tree on the Sinister Cunning side. And I actually think um, before you engage your opponent, the sinister cunning portion of this tree is where you want to be. His lightsaber throw or thrown lightsaber yeah. is actually pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's also more like you. Your advice is good. Like always, kind of start the game on your defensive side if you can, just because you don't know what where it's going to go, and you can flip him on your turn. So if you need to get attacky, you can do that, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he's like a damage machine. I haven't seen him on the table yet, mostly because I just most of my times is doing like teaching games, demo games. So I've just got it's uh, Asajj Dooku versus Obi and Anakin. And then I've just got their perspective list built because I know them enough where I can just coach people through like, no, you should probably think about this. Oh, did you know you could do that? You know, uh, so I haven't put out Maul yet. So I haven't seen him on the table, but being able to throw an average of like 10 or so dice with a pretty mean expertise tree is is interesting that's a lot of damage you can pump out for sure and i definitely think you know his positioning stuff and with there is no place to run like once you like get like pretty good at the game you'll start to like be able to like build combo stuff with that ability where you like pull somebody towards you and that makes it so that when you know like yeah massage goes or kalani goes like your dudes can move up and attack that person it's so you kind of have to like have some foresight um foresight in that regard but yeah i think overall pretty strong uh i do think he's kind of fragile um i think in all the games i've played with 
I've seen him played Anakin just as kind of walked up and hit him with a stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely, definitely a finesse piece. <laughs> am, I, am I good in this game yet? Yeah. Uh, Gar Saxon versus Commander. <laughs> Gee whiz. You yeah. throw, throwing out the heat. For what it's worth, I think he's good in Legion. I, I, I assume that that's what that illusion is. Yeah, about. it is. It's a uh, man. I, I played a lot of Gar and I just. I don't know, but maybe maybe with the changes, he's good now in Legion. Uh, I'll give you he's okay in this game in Legion, I guess. So maybe yeah, he's just maybe <laughs> he's fine he's for being fine. like such a uh, like a Billy badass. They try to make him out to be in like the lore. He's very much like okay, remove one clone trooper. You can know, we, shoot. <laughs> can we give him best model in the corset at least? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like, as so long as you assemble him with his sniper rifle. If you didn't assemble him with his sniper rifle, you chose poorly. The shield pistol's <laughs> strange. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I didn't dare do him. Uh, let me switch here. Yeah, uh, I didn't dare do him with the with his uh, helmet off because I didn't want to have to do that like stubble. Yeah, with, uh, that gray stubble. So I I I changed what I was doing. But hell, like faces are just hard to paint. I I'm I'm all about the helmets. If I don't have to paint eyes, I'm all in. What do we got? Yeah, so sniper rifle, sniper rifle engage. Uh though it's we were talking about this last time. I I understand that five is like the gun range, and <laughs> then uh then four is like the power range, like the yeah. lightnings, the throws, and three is like grenades just out of you know and then two is the melee range it just feels kind of bad that a guy with this sniper rifle and he's like shooting the same range as b2s or he's B1s. rex has got his pistols and he's like <laughs> yeah, let's go gar saxon pistols bring, yeah right <laughs> bring your sniper rifle on my man we got I, this i understand that it's it's like just the gun range to and you have to take again yeah, it takes some of the Legion think out of like the different range bands and how they want to go, but it's still just as thematically just feels weird to me. Uh, but yeah, it's just a weird minor gripe. Yeah, obviously we haven't looked at his unit card yet, but I I feel like there was like, uh, there's no way in like when they were testing this out, there was like not an ability on his card at some point that was like spend a force you can see and shoot anything on the board, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, march for elimination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you know, ignore your weapon, ignores range restrictions for the for your next attack action or something. I don't know. Um, but he does get sharpshooter too, which is that's pretty good. Yes, I'll give yes, him that. He does. Yes. All right, back to his card. To the cards. All right. Gar Saxon, Merciless Commander. So uh, his first ability here is Pride of the Mandalore, which he shares with Bo-Katan. Um, and it is at the start of this unit's activation, choose another allied Mandalorian character. The chosen character may jump. Notably, this doesn't cost force. It's just um, it's just there. Pretty yeah, good. Just free. Yep. Yep. Um, and then he also has a jetpack, one force. Each character in this unit may jump. You know, sounds good. Uh, yep. Uh, you know, most m- most units in this game have like a force based extra movement ability. So, um, and he notably, Pride of the Mandalore can't activate himself. If you don't take him with other Mandalorians, you're losing value. 
Um, and additionally, uh, from the next one, that'll become more apparent. Mandalorians <laughs> are stronger together. After this unit makes a move action, it may use this ability. If a character in this unit is within range two of another allied Mandalorian character, this unit immediately makes a focus action. And for all you people out there who can't remember what a focus action is, because uh, sometimes I can't too, uh, it adds one die to your next attack action. I kind of wish there was a token. I mean, you, you do it immediately. You go focus and attack. Like It's very yes. rare that you stack it, but I wish there was like a thing you could put out saying, uh, I'm going to do this, and you put it out. I know you just do it next. Like It's very rare that it's ever not used immediately, but uh, just a reminder maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm with you. Out, out, of, out of context here. There are d- definitely some additional keywords that um, trigger off the focus action as well, which I wish um, like... I just wish there was a token. So for instance, if you have impact in your, uh, the impact X keyword, um, when you make a melee attack, uh, it adds additional dice, but only if you've taken a focus action. Okay. Um, So there, there are just, and additionally sharpshooter, which um, his next ability has only triggers if you've taken a focus action. Yeah. It just um, wishes like a little. I know you use it immediately, but it'd just be nice for a reminder. Say, I'm going to take a focus. And then, because eventually, when you get to a high enough level of play and you play the game a lot, you and your opponent won't need it. But yeah. uh, the fault, like, for example, there's a miniature game called The Fallout Wasteland Warfare. And a lot of the tokens in that actually aren't needed because they're like, you, you, you move and there's like a focus kind of action where you get to do some rerolls or whatever it was. Uh, so you put the token down, and there's like an activated token. And if you're both playing, you don't really need it because you're you're kind of if you're both into the game, you kind of just know what's going on. But for people learning, uh, it'd be nice just to have a little like okay, then the, it's like following the steps. Like okay, then I take a focus, put marker down, then I shoot. Okay, then I use that to add the dot. You know, like it'd just be a nice like little. I mean, you could just make them. I mean, that's yeah, for sure. You know, I'm sure somebody out there will. Uh, I, I'm sure our friends at uh, Six Up Supply are probably already working on it. Like, uh, just real quick on that too. I wouldn't mind one for like stead, uh, steadfast and protector. Yeah, just for to like, know if they're like on or off. Yeah, just like a reminder token. Be like, all right, I'm on the point. He gets protector. Yeah. Um, and like again, like it's when both, if you play this enough, if like this is your main game, you you won't need them because you're like, oh, you the B twos just have it. You, you know, whatever it is, but it would just be nice to like. Just no, like so. When I'm making decisions, I don't have to like look at all your cards sometimes to get yep. like a. So maybe that's a, you know, maybe that's a good. Uh, I'm always looking for like interesting things to make as like tchotchke stuff to hand out. Maybe like cool protector, like the shield or something, even just to say like, hey, he's got it. But uh, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off here. I was no, you're you're that. totally good. I actually completely agree. Uh, me and the and I, I've been playing with Hob a lot as far as um shatterpoint games go and like i there's not a game has gone by when we're like why is the focus action not like an aim token yeah um, yeah, yeah you know obviously you don't like have to spend it but i don't know yeah. it's just yeah it's just nice like uh it's like when legion added the incognito token eventually yeah it's just like, like it just eh, okay it's on you don't have to like remember or make a you, but, you move your dude you go to shoot and you go oh sorry it's incognito and then you're like oh i gotta take my and if you have a cool opponent, they'll be like, "Yeah, man, just take your put it back." You know, yep. you you didn't know, 
but it just saves like that whole, you know, that whole thing just kind of throw it away, you know. Yep. Um, so next ability in here that we already sort of alluded to was I've got you in my sights. I've got you in my sights. <laughs> Characters in this unit have sharpshooter two, which uh only triggers if you take a focus action. Uh, and it adds uh, one die for each value, so it's an extra two dice in this case. When uh, in addition to the die that the focus action gives you, so okay. Uh, when a character in this unit makes a ranged attack, the target does not benefit from cover. After this unit makes a focus action, it gains a hugger. So this, I you know, um, if you if you aren't running him with another Mandalorian to like get the free focus actions. You're losing, you're losing a lot here. Um, his last ability is Pack Hunter. When a character in this unit makes a melee attack targeting an enemy character that is engaged with another allied Mandalorian character, it adds two dice to his attack roll. Yeah, he's throwing nine either way. Yes. Like, it's pretty it's, it's pretty good. So I was giving him some crap. Am I good in this game? He's not bad. He's he's pretty okay. It's uh he's Again, this goes to my point where people were uh, saying, oh, you can just mix whatever with whatever. It doesn't seem very thematic. I'm like, you can, but it's bad. Like, to not put him with Mandalorians. Oh, he, like, almost good. all of, <laughs> like, like basically four of his five abilities kind of don't happen. Because I've Got You in My Sights doesn't reference another Mandalorian, but in order to, like, turn it on, you have to be taking focus actions. The only way to take a focus action when you're moving and shooting is to have another Mandalorian in the list. So yeah, um, yeah, no, I think it's pretty important, and I think um, he doesn't have. I mean, like he can definitely do damage in his tree. I think it's really cool that he has a shove in his expertise tree. Yeah, that's neat. That's new. That's I mean, that's the first time I'd seen that. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's that's good because even if you don't, sometimes maybe you just get. You can roll a lot of dice and get like nothing, and then you have at least a few expertise. So you can be like, ah, take three damage and get pushed, and I jump. You know, yep. it's it's not bad. Um, and he also, I think, very notably has a jump is the second uh, option in his uh, damage tree here. So he's he is often almost always going to jump when he attacks. So um, and that's cool. Right, uh, yeah. he's very he's mobile. Uh, they should be. Mando should be above in my like in my brain canon above. General like. Uh, uh, general, like clones and battle droids. They're above that, and they're mobile. Those are my two like qualifiers of of Mandalorians. So he fits both, right? He's he's above a generic dude, and then he moves around a lot. So two check marks. Okay. And he fights pretty good. You got it. Yep, I I agree. Um, I think he definitely he fits the bill. I overall he's been pretty good in every game I've seen him in so far. Though I am a little, I was a little uh, surprised. I again, this is Legion think that his that the Mandalorian's uh, Beskar armor doesn't have a way to turn crits to hits or something of that nature. Um, because that's a big thing with a lot of lightsaber users, right? Like Obi is like, no, nah, that crit's just a miss now. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, he's real hard to hit. So I was shocked they don't do that. They just do uh blocks, mm -hmm. and so they are susceptible to crits. Uh, 
which is fine. I was just kind of hoping that they'd be a little bit more uh, survivable. I don't know, like harder to knock out, I guess. Uh, because they make such a big deal about Beskar and a lot of the totally, you know, the stuff. I mean, hell, most of of the show in the Mandalorian, Din's just getting He's like just picking up picking up Beskar pieces catch, so that yeah, he can melt it down and turn it into armor. Yeah, he's just getting faded every episode, only to just keep seeing the little pieces of uh, you know, um, Beskar he's got, but it keeps going. He's like, I can make half a shoulder plate with this. Maybe <laughs> is he not the best? Uh, like, if you're thinking of a pen and paper game, where he's just, oh, we're going in the dungeon and we find he's, he's a, a D&D sword. character. Yeah, he's, he's like a D and D like player character. And that's all I could think of the first season was this is just like a Star Wars D and D campaign, and this guy. This guy is just like he's got a recipe for this this like armor schematic he's got to make, and he's just <laughs> running around trying to get paid so he can he can get the required ingredients. So that's all it is. Like, um, will this scrap of metal make my next boot, my toes and my boots? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm actually excited to see what they do with Din Din and Grogu for this game. I agree. Uh, it'd be cool to see. So Din and Legion is kind of he's he's okay, but like you can say it, he's bad. Yeah, he's not great. And then adding Grogu to him thematically feels cool, but it just makes him more of a liability. Of he might die, then they get a victory point out of it, right? I think in in Legion you can make Grogu give you like an extra fifteen to twenty points. Some people still wouldn't take him. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. He's just a he's just kind of a liability. Though I want to, I want to have the Mandalorian, the the lone wolf and cub, the yeah. the quintessential spaghetti western samurai story. Like that's such a neat little thing. Totally. But uh it's just such a liability. And so I'm hoping in this game they can when they do it here, it's they make Grogu feel He'll probably just have a card ability or something because they have him on the same base, right? It's Mandalorian. Oh, they show that's true. Mandalorian with Grogu, so they can they don't have to have that like liability points. Like, but hey, he did the hand thing. It's just yeah, free, yeah. you know. That's, yeah, he's so, probably just like an ability on the card or something. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's that's fine, and that's a way to do it. Uh, but yeah, I wish they would t- take care of poor old Grogu. But anyway, I mean, I'm uh, sure they will take care of poor old Grogu. And if you don't want Mandalorian season three spoilers, turn the podcast off now um <laughs> but he's gonna be running around in a robot it's oh god no Ooh. no no <laughs> dude i'm i'm kind of here for it just all right man no. that's cool let's no no, no. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Hey man, there's time travel, so anything's up in the air at this point. Yeah, we yeah. were uh, we're good, but all right. And then the rest, because I didn't really have a good catchphrase oh, uh, for oh, these yeah. guys, other than uh, Mando Super Mandos, whatever I've been calling them. But uh, there we go. They're your quintessential support unit that has a little bit of damage. Like yeah, a little bit more. I mean, so they definitely. So I guess as far as um, keywords and stuff go, they have. Jetpack, which is the same as Saxons, it's a force, but each character in the unit may jump, so both of them can. Um, they have Mandalorians are stronger together, which is the same as uh, Gars, and that they get to focus as long as they're with um, within two of another Mandalorian character. Um, notably, 
they can th use that to trigger off themselves. Um, so you could, you actually can, you don't need another Mandalorian unit. Uh, you can, you can use the characters in the squad. Um, then they have no mercy. When an enemy character that is engaged with one or more characters in this unit uh, advances or dashes, after the move is resolved, the moving character's unit suffers two damage if the moving character is no longer engaged with one or more characters in this unit. Um, I haven't actually had this come up um, at all. <laughs> you know, it's basically if your enemy retreats out of combat with you, they take two. Um, but... I've found that generally, rather than retreating, they just kill your commandos. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, I'm I'm hoping for like, uh, maybe more. Um, there's got to be a point where maybe it's going to be with Ewoks, where there's going to be like a supporting unit that really doesn't want to fight. Sure, they're yeah, just there yeah. to like get. If they're on the point when they they take the point, they get two points to one you know something like that totally. so it's, there'd be some reason to try to run away from them to not get beat up by their flamethrowers but yeah i think you just stand and fight most of the time unless you like b1s maybe maybe that's the yeah i'm not i'm not sure yet i just i definitely haven't seen anybody do it um their last ability here is victory or death characters in this unit have impact one which is when you take a focus action and you throw an additional die in melee um, these guys are, um, I'm actually, it was a little bit surprised and kind of like caught off guard. They are way better in melee than they are at range. Um, yes. Which, yeah. which I thought was, was weird, I guess. I don't know. I just assumed that they were going to be better with their guns than with melee stuff, but, um, I, their melee is called flamethrower. So maybe that's what we're going for here. It's, uh, uh, they also have victory or death. Um, Impact one is what'd you say? If you take a focus, they get an extra die. Was that right? Yeah, they get an extra die in melee. So when you focus, you get two extra dice in melee. Okay. So yeah, I guess it's supposed to be you see, this is this is weird. It's kind of breaking the cardinal pistols are five, special abilities are four. Yeah. So it's it's a weird thing where it it's it's hard to uh like I always tell people to look at the card anyway, but It'd be nice to know. So, like pistols, their pistols kind of stink, right? Five dice. A lot of units get five dice attacks for free. Right? Yes, just, a lot just, of oh, yeah. They're, I mean, like, like Kalani hands it out like candy. You know, Ahsoka's got one. Rex has got one. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch more characters that have it too. Uh, yeah, five dice attacks are not really where you want to be living. Yeah. Uh, so, but yet yeah, they are better in, on melee. I mean. They get crits in melee. That's they, okay. They do. Yes. I think they're significantly better in melee just because of the amount of dice. Their expertise chart is way better. Um, and their defense is also better in melee just for like taking damage. Um, yeah. So I think you definitely you just want to get these guys into it. If If you're planning on fighting with them, get them in there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And they're 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 they've got like an, a very interesting, uh, com like combat tree for a support unit. They can do a little bit of everything, depending yeah, on how it goes. And they actually like do a fair amount of damage. Um, you know, with the opener being two damage, and then 
you know, you, you can flip into four damage pretty quickly. Um, but you, you really have to be in melee for them to like climb yeah. the tree is what it comes down to. Like yeah. you're not going to be doing more than like two um, at range for the most part, like two or three. Maybe. That's fair. Yeah, that's about right. Because you'll probably roll a crit and then they'll be, uh, you'll get like a lucky hit in there maybe. But yeah, so they, they're, they're what they are. They're supporting unit. They're not exciting. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's just what they are. I, this is the first unit that I've played with so far that I feel like should be cheaper than how they're costed. Um, and that both both the Mando units cost four squad points. Um, and when you're comparing them to like um, like the 501st, I don't know how much do B1s cost. Are they also I think B1s are three? pretty cheap. B1s are also three. Like I think B1s are a lot better than the Mando Super Commandos personally. I think um, so too. And... I just um, maybe maybe I haven't really, in fairness, I haven't played the double Mando list yet, so I could be wrong about that. Um, but these guys just—they're very fragile. They die very quickly, and I have not been able to use them well. I feel like. Yeah, it's a shame that um, I I don't get. Unfortunately, I do a lot of teaching and demo games and i'm trying to build a scene our store got one of the store kits in of the the initiation kit where actually gives you a whole new mission initiation kit yeah it's called the initiation kit yeah it gives you a whole new mission that's i'm not sure i've seen that yeah i haven't either but uh i was reading the box and so it's a whole new thing and i hope i hope they'll sell that or something because if your store doesn't get the kit I didn't even know it existed. I'm going to actually, yeah. I'm literally going to, as soon as we get off this cast, I'm going to ping my, uh, my, my, <laughs> my local store, store guy. Uh, and be uh, like, yo, we, we've got Star Wars nights on Thursdays. And I've yeah. been very, um, we've been chatter point heavy. Well, we've just been like, you know, very organizationally, you know, we get like 10 to 12 people in oh, there. Every, oh, every okay, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not it's, it's like a Legion and Shatterpoint. No. Yeah. Night. I mean, that's just, even if it was between Legion, Shatterpoint, Next Wing, that's yeah. a good Star Wars night. You know, that's a yeah. We take up most of the store, so um, yeah, they're a... they're pretty like in on like supporting us whenever you know there's some like official organized play thing. So, um, this and is... the kits are cheap. It's like all so a little. If you don't know, uh, kits are like fifteen to twenty bucks usually. Yeah, that's that's a that's an MSRP. So in a store, if someone's trying to say it's like a hundred dollars or something, that's not. Unless it's like the only time I've ever seen an OP kit be nuts was for uh, Underworld. So those were like $100 kits because it came yeah. with a giant piece of glass. But so kits are generally relatively cheap. Uh, they just have to order them uh, for you. Uh, yeah, I think there was a couple of Legion kits before the pandemic that were pretty. I think with the um, dice, maybe. Well, they had those big. I've got. Can you see oh, it on the, stream? Uh, There's, the... You can't really see it, but it's like a kind of like on the bottom shelf here next to this black thing. The, the glass, yeah. The, yeah, it's the glass one. That's like it's like you could like throw it and kill somebody with it. The the <laughs> RP, yeah, the RPQ kits, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the 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 Shatterpoint one comes with foils for all of the primary characters in the core set, so you get a foil card and then a foil Shatterpoint. Oh, I uh, didn't. Card. I didn't realize. So, is this this is the kit that has the yeah? The thing? So everyone, everyone gets so the mission. We've definitely oh. got this kit already. Then, oh, okay. Because he's he's shown me the he's shown me the cards. 
okay yeah um, he was like look at all this cool stuff i was like dope like we should definitely like have a day you know um, yeah it uh so what i was thinking about to do with my story is we got the kid in and it says top eight gets the cards Okay. And I really didn't want to do a competitive day because the Shatterpoint group is pretty small sure. and it's pretty, a lot of the people who are playing it don't, they're just kind of there because they like Star Wars mm-hmm. and they liked MCP. It's kind of the same thing. So I was going to do a, my thought was I do like a eight player capped event first come to sign up and then everybody comes and there's no rounds. You just, hang out maybe set up a uh like a build like a little art station uh modeling station and then have everyone comes in you pay your whatever the store wants to charge for someone to come in and you kind yeah. of play for the day and then you leave with all the cars that way no one has to worry about like losing out because this isn't the, the the community is still so small that mm-hmm. i'd hate to have someone just get like rocked you know, like zero and three and then get nothing and they pay their money and then kind of be like, oh man, this is just legion all over again. So uh, I'd like him to have like a more welcoming experience and be able to hand out the cards. Yeah, I definitely. So I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit, but I'm also going to be like a little critical, I think, of yeah. that sort of thing. One of the one of the things that um, I don't like about like competitive Legion right now is that uh, a lot of times when I go to a tournament, particularly like store tournaments, people know I'm going to win before the thing starts and it's sort of assumed to some degree uh like where people joke about it like actively they're like oh well we paid money for mike to get some free legion stuff today you know (laughs) like and and it makes me kind of feel bad a little bit and i just i think i i wish that the prize structure was different for those events Um, yeah so it's there's a big fish small pond uh not that you're You've you've proven yourself in different events like LVO. You're not just yeah, be- yeah. beating locals up. You know you've got a good track record. Um, but like for my local, uh, if I really try, like if I brought uh, a quote unquote good list, normally I bring like funny jank and I kind of push it around. And the other guy, I, I'm reminding him of his triggers. You know, I'm just there to play Legion. But, I, yeah, but same yeah. thing. Like if we had to do a store kit, like they they come in, they have the same thing. Like uh, you know, just give Evan the thing. I'm like I don't. You know, I, yeah, like I don't like I'm I'd like from, to you know, go ahead. Yeah, you're good. Well, and from my side of things, I'm like, I want those promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like so I'm I am gonna try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Well, because then they, they make it like so there's the one of one Boba Fett. Yeah, right. You know, first place gets a cool Boba Fett card. I want that. I want the dice, you know, I want all the stuff, but also I want people to show up and yes. play and but I also want to win. So it's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy that's hard to, and I'm I'm like the most laid back player I try to be. I'll let you take back just about anything. If like you goof something, like I've man, I can't tell you how many times it's been uh limited viz in some place like concordinate, coordinate bombardment or maximum firepower. And I'm like, hey man, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they go, oh crap. And I'm like, just put it back up. You know, just yep. pick another card. I saw your card I'm, though. I'm like, it's no, turn one. Re-rack it. Doesn't you know? matter. Like, like you, I'm playing. I'm playing standing orders, my man. Play whatever. Yeah. You can. So I try to be as accommodating as I can. Uh, but but to your same issue, it's I don't want to just uh, be the guy who wins. Like because that that can that gives that gives you a weird stigma sometimes. It, and that's you know, I also just like I. 
I guess what I'm trying to say, kind of like looping it back to the Shatterpoint thing, is I think what you did there was like really awesome. And I wish that um, store kits for all the AMG games were a little bit more focused on the people that are showing up as opposed to the people that are winning the tournament, particularly with like, you know, the, them doing like invitational stuff in that like the invites enough for whoever won like you don't need yeah. to give them extra stuff yeah like that's kind of what they're there for probably right yeah. uh, but to your point though the mcp kits uh they are show up and get stuff okay so they, cool they, they um so I'm, I'm hoping they kind of do this with that because i i'd rather just look card printing is like pennies all right, these cards, uh, no matter what Magic the Gathering wants to tell you about the rarity of the One Ring, it costs them a fraction of a penny to print it, right? The, oh, it costs them half a cent to yeah, print, right? print like, that multi-million dollar card or whatever. So no matter what tale the company wants to spin you about how much it takes to print cards. Um, so to me, I'd rather just have people show up. They they That weight is taken off their shoulders of having to worry about, man, I really just want that Chewy card and there's nine Rebels to show up. And you mm-hmm. came in ninth, and you don't get the re- uh, the chewy card. You know that God for <laughs> happening right now. Leech would be nuts if the nine rebels showed up. But you know what I'm saying. Like it's uh if there's a top faction prize, and then you just couldn't get it, and you came in the bo- you came in like not even last. Usually people give like a last place something around. Like you don't even come that. You're like in that that gray ambiguous like not last, not top half either. Yeah, area and that just sucks because you get like nothing. So I'd rather just do a hey here's we only have eight seats uh if this is popular we'll just do it again yep. it's you know easy just to buy it in a kit he'll probably charge like 10 10 bucks we'll cover the kit we'll cover the cost of the store we don't even need to do store credit right yep. just 10 bucks you get your cards you get to play for the day you get to learn the game and uh you leave with all the stuff and you know you had a good time and there was no like feels bad um and so i'd I get when you go into like Gen Con or something or, or Adepticon that there's the top prizes. That's, that's a whole that's, different, that's a little different. Yeah. It's that's a whole different, a like different. crack ball, but for a casual store day, uh, I'm just there to vibe, man. Yep. Like, you know, that's just, I'm just there to, I get to play with toys on my day off. That's, mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to make it as welcoming as possible because, uh, you know, I've been on those, uh, you know, I made, uh, I was lucky enough to make day two of worlds, and I got all those tarot card Legion cards, but, and that will kind of like in my mind pay, I'm like, all right, at least I got this, but a lot of people didn't, you know, and it's, yeah, they, yeah. They a lot of people got... didn't. And, and it's not like they didn't have to do work to get there. Yeah. You know? Right. You already had to like do like how many hurdles. So I'm all for just doing uh, uh, like, Hey, show up. We have limited seats. Cause I want to make sure everybody gets stuff. So, and if it's, if you didn't make this one, um like you can still come and play you just don't like you know that's the thing if you didn't get in the top the eight seats we'll figure it out i'd be shocked if i got eight people i think i could get like six uh maybe four (laughs) like i'd be i'd be blown away if i got eight people i'd be over the moon but uh i think it's uh you do something like this with this game you make it small accessible uh hey there's no don't worry about winning or losing just come get some cool cards and hang out with people who also like the game, learn the game. Uh, hey, man, that's a really cool Grievous you did. You know, maybe you do a painting competition where they get some sort of credit, like 10, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah, they want yeah. a pot of paint or something, very, like, super casual, hobby day fun, and uh, I think that's where this game was really going to... Now, do I think there's a competitive side to this game? Absolutely. 
Uh, I think there's some really like high-end thinking you do for it. But I also think there's probably a bigger majority of just, hey, man, just come and hang out and make say the quotes. You even get yep. to say the quotes. They're on the cards. You know, yep. it's, you don't even have to be that guy in Legion who's like saying it all the time. You just get to say it like it's pretty. Mandalorians are stronger together. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you're saying the card. You're not even. So it's uh, I think that's where this game will really find some legs is yep. people saying like, oh, hey, a Shatterpoint day. Oh, I can't wait to go. And. Uh, like especially if you got kids or you got to go like hey man i get it uh touch grass kid try mowing it so you you go to the store you you only have enough time to play one or two rounds and then you've got life you know you gotta go take care of your kids or get them a lawn or whatever you gotta do um, being able to show up uh pay the fee get your cards you only have time to play a round or so and then you gotta go like i feel like that's fine too like hey man i as i am very fortunate that I have uh, really zero obligation, so I can go to an all-day tournament, no problem, right? Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people aren't, so it'd be nice. Just and what stinks is if you do have a lot of obligations when you go to a tournament, you do have to leave early. You maybe you create a buy, and now you're like you're feeling bad because someone has to like who paid has to sit, you know, for a round out or something. Like it's, uh, it just stinks. So I think if this game just survives on like this casual like. Hey, come, come to the kit, get your cards, hang out, play a couple rounds, uh, eat a piece of pizza, take off, you know? Yeah, I think I, that's how I'm feeling about it presently. Um, we'll see. I definitely could see it turning into a much more try-hard thing as things go on. But for now, oh, I absolutely. feel like that's where we should be living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, and look, I'm, and what's kind of neat is I was reading the pods. So I signed up for Gen Con and Nova. And I know the Gen Con pods, like, you just get into a pot of people. And they just kind of hand you out prizes during the time you're there. You don't even, there's not even like a top bracket, which I'm um, after, after getting my butt kicked in Onslaught, I'm going to get my butt kicked at Legion. I'd like to just show up with my toys and be like, please, sir, can I just roll some dice? I don't, I don't want any trouble, please. <laughs> please just stay away. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think we'll land this plane. Uh, next week will be, or week or two weeks or whenever this comes out. I'll hopefully get Ahsoka painted. That's my, I got to do that. So you have a mission, sir. I know, I know. I got to get Grievous done. So, because uh, my, my Gen Con list is going to be Grievous, Kraken, B2s, and then Dooku, Kalani, B1s. At the end of the day, if we have to put on painted models up there, it's not a big deal. Oh, God. I, I'm I doing know, so good. I know. I know. Mike, you're I'm doing, doing so well. good. <laughs> None of my Shatterpoint stuff is painted yet. So. Uh, you're doing much try, better than I I'm am. I'm trying my best, Mike, for the whole class. Uh, so I'll get them done so I can get them up there. Mandalorians are actually pretty easy uh, if you if you just go for, like, the three-color minimum. Yeah. Uh, and with speed paint, even though it's easy to do three colors, I still go a little bit beyond if I can. Um, we'll get them up there, and then we'll go over. I think we've uh, – there's the You Cannot Run pack. There's a couple other, uh, like, side packs we could probably – add on or there'll be more news about some of the upcoming packs i'm sure for sure something. i definitely uh i picked up my 200 dollars worth of pre-orders uh the store the other day and i was like yeah. all right i'm done for a while yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah it's i'm i was honestly low-key kind of happy when they said grievous got pushed out to september originally i'm like oh yeah. oh thank god then he's like well no we got him back in for next week i'm like oh oh no my wallet but uh I think I'm good. You got anything else before we go? 
I'm all good. I appreciate everybody hanging out and chilling with us as we continue going over the corset. We'll uh we'll finish we'll we'll wrap the corset up next episode and I can probably move on to like some some deeper dive stuff, I think, at that point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Everyone stay red and we'll see you out there. See you next time. This has been the high ground, a fifth trooper production.